Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! <laughs> Drink it in, man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Detroit Kool-Aid, what is going on, everybody? We are back, and we got a bonus show coming to you. We're about to do a live mock draft, and I got Grifka on the other end of the line. Griff, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, nothing, nothing. Uh, just uh, kind of excited to do our first one here. It's a little, we're going to be a little rough around the edges, you know, since uh, you know we haven't had combine or anything yet. So, uh, but we'll see how good we, how, how, how good we do. It is early, but man, anybody that loves football loves the draft, no doubt about it. And then Grifka, you can't tell me that you're moving people up and down your, the board by the combine. That's just a, it's like a, the Olympics, man. They're just out there doing random drills and showing stuff. You can't be moving people much because of the combine. No, I always, well, I, I don't, I, I don't uh, DVR and watch every hour of the combine, but after people say like what they ran in the 40s, how they looked and stuff like that, and they kind of bump them around, yes. I mean, I, you know, I, I do that. Then they wait, you know, because they don't run, they go to their pro day and, you know, where they're comfortable, where they have like their quarterback throwing to them or whoever handed off to them. And so, yeah, I mean, it moves them around a little bit. I mean, not dramatically, but still some here and there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I learn about some of the players more by watching them and by seeing them in person and then, uh, you know, hearing some of the analysts, but just because a guy like runs a good three cone or something, it doesn't you know, jump him way up, but I mean, it shows athleticism. I know everybody loves the mock drafts, so uh, we're going to jump right into it. And Grifka, you were on the clock with the f- first overall pick, the one and only Grifka with the number one overall pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Grifka, step to the podium. Who are you selecting with the number one pick? Uh, with the number one pick, um, I will take Nick Bosa at Ohio State. Uh, why? The Arizona Cardinals are pretty much in need of everything. Nick Bosa, I believe at this point, is the consensus number one pick, even with his injury that uh, took him out the rest of the year for Ohio State. I still believe he'll be the number one pick, and that'll be the guy I will settle on for uh, the Arizona Cardinals. So, Grifka, you took a quitter and an Ohio State Buckeye with the number one pick overall? Yes. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, the guy's an absolute beast. Uh, I know the people are still laughing when you said the Lions are going to move up to get Nick Bosa. Uh, just will will never happen, but he's a heck of a football player and a heck of a um, you know rush end and be great probably in the NFL. So with the number two pick, I am picking here for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, 
with the number two pick, man, they've taken defensive line a ton. And I don't like taking linebackers this high normally. So I'm not going to take Josh Allen. I'm going to just go with this big beast, Quentin Williams out of Alabama. That's a good pick. That's a, I think he's going to do do very well in the league. So uh, I can uh, see with that pick going right there. It's a, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I got to use the the Grifka Bell even on the mock draft when you agree with me. So I got I'll probably wear that out during this. But yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, the New York Jets are on the clock. Grifka Jets. Okay. Uh, once again, the the Jets need a little bit of everything. Once again, um, I'm not uh, quite sure which direction they want to go. But um, for me, just uh, I think the guy that I would uh, like to see with these uh, with the Jets is I'm going to take uh, Rayshon. Um, Rashawn uh, Gary out of Michigan. Yeah, so I can throw him on here. So, like I said, they need a little bit of everything, and I think he can definitely help. All right, so you're taking the Michigan. Uh, you called him a, you know, he, he's listed on our sheet as an interior lineman because a lot of people have said he might be better at that at the pros. But I've been doing some work on this guy. I mean, people were down on him because he didn't produce much at Michigan. He was injured. Like, if he slips to the Lions, I mean, he's got incredible get off. Really get after the passer. He's got all the measurables, pedigree. I just wonder about his makeup. You know, if he's got the makeup it's going to take to be great in the NFL. But so Gary going third overall to Grifka for the Jets. I'm on the clock at number four with the Oakland Raiders. And uh, man, you know the Raiders height, weight, speed all day, every day. I mean, this guy fell in their lap. I know they already have, uh, you know, some other. Um, guys that get after the quarterback, but right here, I'm definitely going to have to take uh, Josh Allen out of Kentucky, an absolute ferocious beast that I would love to see in a Lions uniform, but Josh Allen, rush end linebacker type for Kentucky. Yeah, Allen, Allen's one of those guys, I mean, I know we're doing a full draft, but I kind of hope he slips to the Lions, so. Yeah, that'd be great. So you were up number five, Tampa Bay Bucks, Grifka. Uh, once again, Tampa Bay, I believe uh, there's, a, there's a few key things they need, but I believe the biggest thing they need is O-line help. Um, right now, I believe the best offensive lineman in the draft is Greg Little out of Ole Miss. Offensive tackle, big guy, 6'6", like 330 pounds. Um, I think he will be the pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, so Greg Little, real quick on him. Uh, I'm curious to see how these tackles go because – you know, people say they're high on Jonah Williams, and then others I've heard don't like him very much. Greg Little's name's bandied about. I've also seen him low first, second. So to have him up here in the top five, I mean, I don't see that happening, but um, I'm curious to see where these tackles go. So at number six, I'm picking for the New York uh, football giants. And, uh, man, I've heard a lot of scuttlebutt recently. Like, they don't need a quarterback. They're just going to be okay with Eli Manning for another year. Did anyone see Eli Manning this year? Are you kidding me? This guy's a stiff. He can't play anymore. He's just an old bum back there. Get rid of him. Let's go ahead and uh, shake it up. We've got Saquon. We've got one of the greatest receivers of all time, Grifka and Odell Beckham. We're going to just spice it up a little bit here and take Kyler Murray, quarterback out of Oklahoma, sling it around, wow. run that run option to uh, Saquon. He's going to love the big city in New York and go play baseball at some point. But right now he's going to be uh, booting Eli Manning out of the quarterback position. Wow. guess I didn't uh, see that coming. But uh, uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, uh, feel free with him. Uh, I know this guy's getting a lot of pub, but, uh, you know, uh, 
I, I don't. Uh, me personally, I don't think he's going to do all that well in the pros. But uh, you know. Uh, so Grifka, you're saying he's not that. Uh, he's not that great. But he's going to be a hell of a baseball player. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm always against, like, I always think, man, he's so tiny. But the way the NFL is set up now where you can't hit anybody and you can't do all this other thing on defense, like, I think, like, a guy like this is going to be electric in the in the league. I mean, he may have some injury issues, but if he can run around and, and he's got a good arm, he's smart, all that stuff, like, I mean, I think he could be really good. And a big market like that, I think, fits him. So that's why I went there. Jacksonville Jags, Griffka, number seven. Who are you going with? Well, to, to be honest with you, I thought – you know, Tyler Murray was going to fall to uh, the to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that's why I had him take. But since uh, you know you took him with the Giants, I guess I'm going to have to go on my next one, and that's going to be Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State. They uh, need a quarterback, and uh, I don't think Blake Bortles is ever going to be the answer there. And uh, I believe they're going to take uh, Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State. Grifka, I told a buddy the other day that I saw an interview with Dwayne Haskins. Like, I had never heard him or wanted to hear him when he was wearing that uh, uniform from that team down south. Yeah. And, man, this guy, he sounds like a, a smart guy, a pro's pro. I wrote my buddy right after, and I said, I just saw an interview from Dwayne Haskins. I think he can be special. I think he can be elite, you know, as long as he uh, – um, the only thing I worry about is he always just looked kind of sloppy, like he couldn't find the weight room or whatever, but – Man, I think Dwayne Haskins, the way he throws it and the way he just kind of has uh, his demeanor, he could be really good. And I absolutely love him in Jacksonville. Oh, my gosh, that would be a dream to have a quarterback there with that run game, that defense, and some wideouts they have. Ooh-wee. Love that pick, Grifka. So here I am. We'll have me and Grifka pick this with who's on the board now. But I'm on the clock, number eight, Detroit Lions. Um, let's take a look at the board here and see what might fit our, our, our Detroit Kool-Aid Detroit Lions here. So we got Ed Oliver, Burns, uh, we've got, uh, got the corners are still on the board. DK Metcalf, top receiver, Cleveland Farrell, um, some of the top names, man, Grifka with this pick for the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm going to go ahead as much as in previous shows, I've talked about Curlin Farrell, and I do like him, just size and ability. People are saying he can't bend, he can't rush the passer. Just look at his college production, look at his size and ability. But with this pick, going to go with my strategy, which is normally take the top guy on the board. I've been reading up on this guy, and I think the Matt Pat could do some damage with him. Give me Ed Oliver, Griffka at eight for the Lions. Woo-hoo! Wow. He's going to ride in on his pony, Coco. Let's go. You just you just want him to ride in on his pony, Coco. That's all you want to do. <laughs> That's all That's all you were waiting uh, for right there so you could say that. No, man. Interior rusher, he's smaller. I don't know why you couldn't teach him to be more of an edge-type rusher. And uh, even if he's in inside, you can move him all around and mix, mix and match him with snacks, with hand, with all these different players. I'm on board, man. Ed Oliver at eight. Okay. I uh, um, <laughs> I know at one point he was like considered the number one guy in the draft before going right. to the last year. but uh, Right. And he slipped to eight. I took him. Okay. <laughs> okay. You Who just you want taking to ride, a... you, you just want to like get a pony named Coco. That's all there is to it. And just for this Kool Aid, we don't know that he has a Coco named po- uh, a pony named Coco, but for uh, the rest of time, that's how we'll think of Ed Oliver, and I think it's awesome. So, uh, you want to make a pick here with who's on the board of who you would take, just for the people, since it's our alliance. Um, right now, it'd be fair a lot of Clemson. 
what? Greedy's on the board. You just said greedy two days ago or our last podcast. Like uh, now you're now you're going with my boy Farrell. Yeah, I talked you into it. Yeah, because oh, uh, oh, I, I, it's one of those things where I think they need to. They have to get a pass rush. I mean, yeah, for what they the defensive backfield did in games last year, I, I definitely believe they need a uh, they need some pass rush there. So as of right now, that could change. <laughs> oh boy! See, this is what Griffka does. Everybody, he listens to me and then he changes his thoughts. He comes around. He probably listened to my podcast on the Senior Bowl and probably loves all the players I talked about now and acts like uh, he knew them all along. So don't uh, don't let him fool you. But number eight overall for the Kool Aid Drinkers, Ed Oliver out of Houston. Uh, Griffka's taking Curlin Furl, and he's on the clock at number nine with the sad Buffalo Bills, who are building some good young talent, but uh, they have been terrible. Um, I know the Bills need some uh, offensive skill position guys, so I'm kind of torn between a couple guys here. But, uh, gosh, but you, at this point, you just – Farrell's still on the board, so I got to take him there, the edge, the pass rush in the Bills. So that's who, that's who uh, Buffalo Bills will take this time. All right. I don't know why his name is so hard for me to say. Cleland Furl. Farrell, however you want to say it. Like, <laughs> Furl boy. <laughs> it should be easy, but okay. So he goes to Buffalo. I'm on the clock number 10 here with Denver. Man, everyone's pegging a quarterback to Denver. And, uh, you know, they do need one, but they did pay Case Keenum. Everybody says they love these other couple guys. Um, let me look here, see if I want to go in a different direction for them. Yeah, man, I'm going different directions. So when were the Denver Broncos better when they had corners, when they had multiple corners that could cover and they already have the rush guys? So go ahead and give me um, what may be my number one corner in the draft when it's all said and done. As much as I like the name Greedy, give me Byron Murphy out of Washington here. Wow. What do you mean? Wow! Have you read up on this guy? He's got crazy good feet. He can cover. He can. Uh, he's got better ball skills than most of the other guys. Like good player, man. Okay. He just doesn't have the pub yet. Okay. I'll, uh, like I said, I'll do more reading on the guy. You know the guys I'm stuck with, but or, or I, I like, but uh, okay. <laughs> like I said, next draft uh, he'll be my number one pick because I listen to you. Sophomore yep. corner out of sophomore corner out of a conference that doesn't play an ounce of defense. So okay, that's cool. Right? Guy loves sophomore, too. Younger player. That's always good. All right. Number 11, Cincy. You're on the board, uh, Griff. You're on the uh, clock. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati, I believe they need some defense on that team, uh, but uh, especially um, at the linebacker position. And since he's still there, I know at one point you were in love with this guy, his speed, hitting ability. I'm going to take Devin White out of LSU. Oh, yeah. Devin White. I don't think he slips as far. I uh, I did bypass him for the Lions just because I wanted uh, uh, Ed Oliver and his pony Coco. But uh, Devin White is a freaking beast, man. Woo! He would be good. Um, all right, so I got the Green Bay Packers. Should I just give him a kicker just because? Uh, <laughs> we probably need one after our last rewind we did where they couldn't make a field goal. Yeah. Um, Man, they always seem to have these stand-up rush players, you know, guys that get after the quarterback. You know, some of their guys they have like that are either old or just not doing the job anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and give the Green Bay Packers Brian Burns out of uh, Florida State. Smaller edge with a lot of speed, a lot of upside. Yeah. Oh, I'd like him if he was on line just so I could go, Mr. Burns, and tap my fingers <laughs> together. That would be pretty go. sweet. 
and go excellent all the time. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a good pick. All right, you're up with Miami at 13. Uh, Miami. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think uh, after uh, we talked about the Miami game last time, I mean, they could use a quarterback, but I think they're going to stick with Tannehill. Um, and uh, I, li- I kind of like their other offensive skill position. So I'm going to hit the defensive side of the ball. I think they uh, need uh, to get to the uh, get to the quarterback a little more. And uh, it seems like those Florida teams stick with like guys from the uh, from the state when they draft them. So I'm going to give them Jack A. Polite or Polite out of uh, out of Florida. This is Grifka's boy, everybody. He uh, brought him up. I think he was top five, top ten. Um, so he's taking him here for the Miami Dolphins. Man, sucks to be them if they're staying with Ryan Tannehill. I'd be going quarterback right there, Grifka. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I think, uh, I mean, I think they're going to stick with Tannehill this year. All right. Well, um, so I'm looking at here at Atlanta Falcons at 14. This was a team I loved last year. Man, they got snake bit by injuries. Freeman down, you know, their uh, nasty middle linebacker down, their beast of a safety down, uh, just killed their whole season. So, um, you know, man, they still got good offensive playmakers. There's a few offensive guys here on the board I really do like. Um and Matt Ryan seemed to do well when he had a tight end. Middle of the round, I could go tight end here. I'm going to play this one a little bit safe because I think they got enough playmakers and enough defense to get it done already. So we're going to add another defensive beast, Jeffrey Simmons out of Mississippi State here. Jeffrey Simmons, first guy off of Mississippi State. I didn't think he'd be the first defender from Mississippi State to go. So, uh, you know, kind of surprised me there. So. Grifka, you were up with the the Washington Redskins at fifteen. Um, Redskins, I believe uh, they're going to need some offensive assistance on this team. So, and I think the biggest part is they're going to need a wide receiver. So, I'm going to go with Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State. Tall guy, six four, two hundred pounds, can run like the wind. So, uh, that's the guy I think they're going to take. See, though, with Grifka, they've been taking receivers and stuff forever. None of them pan out. I mean, they still got Dotson on the team. They still got uh, all these people that they take offensively. And they either take offensive players or old linemen, and they just never end up being good. It's funny, though. You get mad at me when I say that. Like, I'm like, I'm tired of Florida defenders. And you're like, oh, you can't base all those guys in the past. Well, you're like, these guys never pan out. Well, you can't base those guys. Maybe they just haven't hit on the right ones. I guess so, but I'm already fighting you. Nikhil Harry, to me, he's a uh, second-round type guy. I mean, either either Metcalf or some of these other skill players going above Nikhil Harry when it's all said and done, I bet you. Okay. But but I want to throw out a quick rumor I heard today. Somebody put it out on Twitter. What about the Washington Redskins moving up from 15 to number 8 to get their uh, quarterback and us moving down to 15, taking their second-rounder? Um, they. Wow. On Twitter, they said we'd also have to throw in a fourth rounder, but no I said problem. if you could, if you could whittle it, if you could whittle them down and either get that to be a later than a fourth trade back, or even just a straight up, yeah, we'll give you eight for fifteen in your second round. Uh, man, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Just yeah, move down really. seven. It's like seven here, spots. Here, please take this. What do we have to do? To, what do we have to do to make this happen? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, you know, keep that on our brains because they do need a quarterback with uh, Alex Smith, probably either done for his career or definitely done for next year still. And uh, we'd be more than happy to move to 15. That'd be a nice sweet spot to take. uh, You know, we could take any position there at that point, you know, that was best available. So just want to throw that out there for the Kool-Aid drinkers. 
with number 16, I've got the Carolina Panthers. Man, they, uh, they've been drafting all little skill players, you know, um, just looking at the board. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give Carolina another offensive lineman, you know, trying to both keep them upright, but also they love to run the football and be nasty. So I'll take Jonah Williams here to tackle out of Alabama. Mid- middle of the round is more where I think he might end up going. Okay. Yeah, that's uh once again, uh, get your bell out. He's a he's a good pick. It's one of those guys middle of the round and if uh if the lines weren't uh you know, I don't want to say stuck for lack of a better term with like their offensive line considering what they paid him, it'd be a guy I wouldn't mind seeing on the Lions. You want Jonah Williams on the Lions, Griffka? I would take him. <laughs> Where? At eight? No, I mean it's like he's not he's not eight material, but you know it's like one of those things they trade down, and I said with you know they're, they're stuck with where they are with their line. I mean, where they've paid guys. I mean, if they weren't handicapped with you know Rick Wagner's albatross of a contract, and and yeah, they still have Taylor Decker cheap, but I mean, I, I still don't think Taylor Decker's really progressed at the at the rate that we all thought he would. But that's something we can talk about later because this is once again a draft episode. So hold on, before we move on, you're going to take Jonah Williams and play him where? 6'5", 300 pounds. That's my left tackle. You're going to you're going to put him at left tackle, and you're going to do what with Taylor Decker? He can hit the scrap metal pile for all I care. Move him to right tackle, get rid of Rick Williams or uh, you know, Ricky Wagner. I mean, who, who cares? Rick Wagner overpaid anyways for how crappy he's playing. Oh my goodness! Yo, we okay. can talk about this during the salary cap show and all that. You know, this this is the draft. You can't bag on me for something that's totally <laughs> hypothetical. No, when you bring up the Lions, we're trying to. This is a Lions podcast. So we're still giving people more Lions takes than talking about the Cleveland Browns or the Tennessee Titans. So I just want to get your take. But the reason I don't like that is because it's basically like a swap out of a guy rather than adding to our team. Like I bet if you go look at Ricky Wagner's numbers, it's really not that bad. You know, like his, his contract's like 10 million. That's not terrible. You know? Okay. I'm more on board of keeping him and adding other positions and subbing him out. I mean, if he's, if he's atrocious, yeah, let's get rid of him and put in a new player. But, you know, I don't know what good that does the team just to swap out a player other than saving a bunch of money, which would be nice. So, uh, <laughs> All right, anyway. There you go. Uh, I found your sweet spot, saving the money. Yeah. Jonah Williams would be cheap. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, so we got that in. I mean, Grifka is already retooling the offensive line as the Lions GM, so all you guys can hate on him for that. Um, I'm going to pick here for the Cleveland Browns, one of my new favorite Brown. teams. What you doing, man? What? I get the Cleveland Browns. What you doing? Oh, yeah. Cleveland Browns, Grifka. Okay, I was about to pump up the Cleveland Browns and talk about how good Baker Mayfield is, but go ahead, Grifka. Oh, yeah. You well, can hate on Yeah, him. you can save that for the greatness of, you know, for your Cleveland Browns podcast that you do. But anyways, <laughs> I believe the Cleveland Browns. Hall of Famer, Baker Mayfield. Go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. Busting Canton already, right next to Jim Brown. Um, yeah. Uh, I believe uh, Cleveland Browns are in that uh, mode of uh, liking flashy guys that talk a lot of junk, so... Uh, I'm going to take the man who just went out today saying he's like, uh, or um, earlier this week, talking about how great he is and comparing himself to greatness. That's already in Canton. That's uh, DeAndre Baker out of uh, out of Georgia. Okay. 
This is Grifka's favorite corner, even though I think he called him uh, Dion Baker the other day. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I got the Minnesota Vikings, man. The uh, Vikings, you know, love to give them a terrible player, too, since they're in the Lions division. Lots <laughs> Real <of> good, nice. <laughs> lots of good players on the board, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's what I say about this draft. We're already at 18, getting into the 20s, and there's probably 15 players I love at this position. Um you know, this guy has fell out of favor, but I think it's like a guy that Zimmer might take a chance on from a defensive side. I feel like they've had, uh, what is it, Harrison Smithy back there on the back end. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a explosive young uh, safety to go along or, or to kind of groom Deontay Thompson out of Alabama. They love Alabama defense in Minnesota. Those uh, Alabama safeties, they're, they uh, they seem to be good in the pros for a couple of years, and then uh, then then they're gone. So uh, that's fine. I'd be okay if that happened to uh, Minnesota. Well, this guy was like top, and then he dropped because he had such a terrible national title game. But I mean, everybody in that Alabama defense had a terrible national title game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm just glad the Lions probably won't consider him, hopefully. But uh, I could see him going in the middle of the round here. So Tennessee Titans, pick number 19, Grifka, who you got? Tennessee Titans. Uh, the 19th pick, the Tennessee Titans. It's a team, uh, I think they're, they're doing okay in offense. But um, I think they need a little more help on the defense. So I'm going to have them take Draymond Jones out of uh, defense tackle out of Ohio State. Big guy can get to the passer, get you know, get to the quarterback. So I think he would uh, definitely help their defense. Oh, I gotta find him on my list, Griff. I don't even know if he's on my sheet there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he's a first round talent, buddy. But uh, he's not terrible. Okay, Draymond Jones, a surprising pick by Griff. Well, it's but, not uh, Kiko Lama Francis going in the third or second, wherever <laughs> it was. Five zero <laughs> Hawaiian punch. <laughs> I remember just me and all my buddies were like, who? (laughs) What? Oh my gosh. That was rough. Don't bring up those bad memories, Grifka. All right. I got the, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers here at 20. This is a run to the podium pick. Um, They have absolutely trash corners. Give me greedy Williams out of LSU an absolutely dirty corner with the name greedy. That's big. Um, They have to be able to cover people in Pittsburgh. They have, they have Artie Burns. Boot earns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Were they saying burns or boot earns? <laughs> okay. Seattle Seahawks, pick 21. Seattle Seahawks, pick 21. Um, let's see, Seahawks. They're uh, they're uh, aging defense. I believe they uh, need help all over that uh, defensive, that defensive backfield right now. And actually kind of all over the defense. So, um, I mean, you took the best safety on the board. So I'm going to have to move someplace else. So uh, let's see who's still out there. I believe uh, – oh, took him uh, – there he is. Yeah, I will uh, – one of the other – the next uh, great defensive uh, tackles for uh, Clemson that's going to be out there, and that's uh, Dexter Lawrence. Um, interior uh, D-line to help him out, uh, help him out on the defense, try to get back to make that another uh, stout defense like they had a few years ago. All right. I like Dexter Lawrence. I mean, do you know about Seattle's D? Like, do they run the big nose? Because this guy's a 340-pound nose type guy. I mean, or is Seattle running more of that, you know, 4-3 with rush ends over there, you know? 
I think they're pretty much uh, – they'd be able to transform this guy into the uh, stopping uh, you know, as a run stuffer no matter where he is. So they don't they don't play the ones where their defensive tackles are the guys getting to the quarterback there, uh, the ones that just – they played like a gap defense. You know, get your gap, hold the, hold the spot. They're not – their defensive lines not – their defensive tackles aren't guys that aren't going to – they're going to push the pocket, but they're not looking to rush them, stuff like that. So I think they would be able to transform that guy. All right. Well, I like him in the right fit, and then I'm surprised if he goes before Christian Wilkins, who is an absolute beast. But uh, I'm picking here for the Baltimore Ravens at number 22. I mean, with them moving to uh, Lamar Jackson back there at quarterback, and they kind of always seem to find a run game. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give them my number one receiver right now in the draft. DK Metcalf going to Baltimore. Um, they've missed on a few receivers as well. But, yeah, there's uh, another team that doesn't draft receivers well, it seems. Yeah, but they need to hit, and this guy has star potential. And uh, got to help out that quarterback. That's usually what teams do. So they got two tight ends last year, which is the other thing that teams do with new quarterbacks. So DK Metcalf going to Baltimore at 22. Okay. Pick 23, the Houston Texans, Grifka. Who you got? Um. I believe the Houston Texans uh, need some help on their offensive line, and even though it's um, you know not my team to take like an interior offensive lineman, I don't like taking guards or anything like that. So if this was me once again, I would look to take a tackle, and I believe the next best tackle on the board is uh, Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. That's a uh, that's the guy who I would take. Yeah, man, I like that pick. I think that. They, if they sure up that line for Deshaun Watson, man, he's going to be special, no doubt about it. So really like that pick. I think they'll go that route just depending on who's there. I, again, get the Oakland Raiders again. Man, I feel like John Gruden here, man. Um, <laughs> so uh, let me let me go back up and remember who I took for him. So I took Josh Allen, absolute freak on the defensive side of the ball. So just looking over my best available here. I got some some offensive guys. I've got um, you know some interior rush type of guys. Grifka, I'm gonna go right here and take my favorite running back in the draft, a guy that was under the radar, but he's a he's a this guy's a stud. Like he's gonna be really good at the NFL level. He can catch, he can run, he can do it all. Joshua Jacobs out of Alabama. RB1, give him to Oakland, get, you can get Doug Martin, you know, beast mode can go retire. Josh Jacobs can do it all. Give him to me. Oh, okay. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, cause I got Philadelphia coming up next. That's who I was going to have him take. So you kind of stole my pick right there because it didn't seem last year. And like, no matter what running back was out there, the first team they were tagged to was the Philadelphia Eagles. And I remember saying to you, I'm like, how shitty is their running? How shit, how crappy is their game when they're continually taking running backs? So, you took my pick. No, you left me stranded, man. I didn't think you were going to take him. So, I guess I <laughs> yeah, but they're not. Else. Like, you need to go another direction because they have Jay Ajayi. They've got uh, um, they got Smallwood who emerged. Who's the other guy that emerged that or that got hurt? That was the Super Bowl guy that everybody loves. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, I'm talking about. He was like undrafted player out of the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I'm not oh, sure right there. So I can't remember. They got like three or four running backs that are fine. So I saved you. <laughs> no, it's not my team. It's the Eagles. And I don't like the Eagles. So big deal. <laughs> and there's more than run, one running back. 
Griffith because if you love them, you could you could look somewhere else if you wanted. But yeah, uh, yeah I snuck Josh Jacobs. He's going to fit it great in Oakland. So what a great pick by me. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Guess what? The Eagles then. Uh, I'll go back to defense on them since uh, they're going to end up you know signing you know you know Golden Tate and you know they already have Elshon Jeffrey and everybody else. So I'll go defense with them and. Uh, I'll t- I'll take your boy here, the one you just spoke of not too long ago, and that's uh, Christian uh, Wilkins. So I'll give the Eagles uh, Christian Wilkins. All right. Man, they're always nasty on the D-line, just adding to that. That's like some of these good teams, they do just add to their strengths. That would be a definite add to your strengths, taking another rush guy inside. Um, already got Cox and our guy from Michigan and a whole bunch of other good players there. But uh, Wilkins will be good, man, wherever he goes. He's a great football player. Um, all right, I'm at 26 here with the Colts. Man, the Colts are way better than I thought they'd be this year. I couldn't believe it when I heard they have like $120 million available and they were a good team and they have a highly paid quarterback. I still don't know how that happens. But uh, hmm, just looking over my sheet here, I mean, if we know anything about the Colts, we know one thing and one thing only, and that's they love the tight end. There's incredible tight ends here on the board. Um. What are you talking? They have your boy. They don't need another tight end. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. They love the two tight end sets, though. So Ebron loves him some Ebron, but I would love to grab a tight end right now to trump him. But I'm not. I'm going to go in a different direction. (sighs) So where it gets tricky here at the bottom of the round. Give me me Grifka's boy, Montez Sweat here at 26. I think he fits there. Montez at 26, a rush end for uh, the Colts. They never seem to have that great of a, a rush. Not since the White Freeney. Right. Spin move. Yeah. Every play. Yeah. And he would still burn people with it. So, okay. Let's see, who do I got? Um, here the at- Oakland Raiders. Go back to Oakland. I'll have to go back and see what you took. You took what? Yeah, run- I should get this pick. I got uh, Josh Allen and Joshua Jacobs running they got back. Running back and defense. So, this is another team that, that gosh, I don't know if they'll do this, though. Uh, yeah. Cause the other guys are gone, but they got to replace Amari Cooper. So, I think the next best wide receiver on the board is A.J. Brown out of Mississippi. But um, I don't know if they'll do that. Because he, I mean, he's I mean, 6'1". And usually Oakland seems to like those really tall wide receivers that can run but can't catch. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll say A.J. Brown out of, uh, out of Ole Miss. All right, man. I was looking at it the other day. I mean, you know, based on the picks I made and the one you just made, like Oakland Raiders getting those three players, Josh Allen, Jacobs as a feature running back, and then getting A.J. Brown, a slot, big, tough type receiver. Man, that's good stuff, man. I'm looking at a mock right here. They have the Raiders taking um, Ed Oliver, Mac Wilson, linebacker, Alabama, and Deontay Thompson, man, I like the draft. We gave him a lot better, but, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but you never know what Gruden's going to do. So, all right, LA chargers, man, one of my other favorite teams. They're just incredible. Um, both sides of the football. You can't go wrong. <sighs> all right. Looking through, we've got, uh, I'm hesitant to get out names because then Grifka will just take them with the next pick if I don't take them. So we got some receivers. We got some defensive players. I'm going to kind of just work on 
feel like their O-line, everything is pretty much good enough in uh, San Diego. So I'm just going to add to the defensive side of the ball. Hmm. Kind of a homer pick, but we're at 28. I'm going to do it. Um, Devin Bush out of Michigan. Run, hit, tackle. Uh, just kind of a find out where to put him and let him run. Okay. Yeah, that's a, it's not a bad pick right there. And I always like when I always like when teams I root for, like Michigan, like when their players go to teams I like. Nothing bugs me more than like when players I really like go to teams I can't stand. So, <laughs> right. So yeah. Uh, let's see. I got the Chiefs, and the Chiefs need help in their defensive backfield, actually safety and corner. So uh, let's see. It looks like the next best corner on the board. This may be a stretch for the first round. Is your boy out of Penn State, Amani? Oh, on a warrior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah, take Trayvon that Mullen, guy. but Trayvon Mullen might even be a bigger stretch only because I can pronounce his name. So I'll take him. <laughs> <as the>, uh, <laughs> okay. So Grifka, Armani, on a warrior, Penn State. I don't see four corners I think we have going in the first round, but I think he is a guy the Lions fans will need to know because – I've seen him go into the Lions maybe in the second round. Um, and I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, if we, we pass on corner and we go that raw, I wouldn't mind it. So you got him going here to Kansas City. So yeah. and it's yeah. at the at the end of the first, so I could see it. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I have to pick here for the Green Bay Packers at pick number 30. Um, let's see, let's scroll back up, see who we gave him last time, Brian Burns. So they got a rush end, kind of a freaky rush end. I was debating with that first pick that they really do love offense with this new punk that they got as a coach. I mean, he's never done anything barely, but he got a coach because he's a young offensive mind, supposedly. Um, so let me look over, see who we got offensively. Man, I'm torn between two guys here, Grifka. Aaron Rodgers has always seemed to love and want a good tight end. And they've got a bunch of scrubs and people that have never really done the job. <laughs> but we have my guy TJ Hawkinson on the board here. We have Noah Fant and we have Irv Smith. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give them a guy that I do not want to see on the Green Bay Packers. But if he slips way down here, which I don't think he will, I don't know how you could pass on him. Hollywood Brown out of Oklahoma. Being that next dynamic up over the top, can't guard him type of receiver with Aaron Rodgers. It's a crazy combo. I really hope it doesn't happen, but that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. I don't want to comment on the Green Bay Packers. I just don't like them. So we'll move on to the next pick. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Down to the Rams. Now, uh, gosh, I'd like to say the Rams needed help on offense during the Super Bowl, but they – they put up a whole bunch of points during the year. I know their defensive, uh, their defense, and they got you know Aaron Donald, and I believe what Aaron Sue is or uh, and Dominican Sue is a uh, free agent, so they might have to go defensive tackle or maybe even linebacker or something like that. So, um, gosh, this would be scary if they were able to do this with Aaron Donald on the team. Um, I'm going to give them a little more help on the defensive line. I'm going to give them Zach Allen out of BC. Zach Allen, man, he's a he's one of the players I like. He just he's not very freaky, you know. He's a hustle type player, so 
you know, the other thing, Grifka, don't they have, they've got not only the two big guys inside, don't they have, uh, you know, if they bring back Fowler, who they brought on, and they have that other beast in the middle, that's a lot on the defensive line, man. Yeah, but uh, still, I think, like you said, he's a hustle guy, and if they're, if they're going to have to double-team and triple-team team Aaron Donald, having the other guy on the other end of the line. I mean, we all saw, like, and Dominic and Sue, he had, what, like, one or two good plays at the start of the game, and then he was pretty much non-existent the rest of the game. So um, if uh, they're going to double and triple-team him, that'll leave uh, Zach Allen on the other end to uh, get to the quarterback. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. I'm curious to see where he falls because, you know, I got to – let the process play out a little bit more, but he seems more like he could be a second rounder or a guy that slips, but you know, he had good college production and just the right fit with the right team. I think he could be good. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it right here. Griffka 32, the new England Patriots, the world champs, Tom Brady at the helm, a player slips to him. That's absolutely perfect. The Gronk is probably uh, going to be partying all through 2019 and uh, what do they do? They go ahead and take TJ Hawkinson out of Iowa to fill that role, tight end. Uh, he's big. He can block. He can catch. He can run after the catch. Uh, an absolute great replacement. And Tom Brady loves to throw inside the numbers. We all know that. So um, an absolute steal, again, for the Patriots at the end of the round. Um, see if he makes it that far. And also uh, we'll see if they go that route. But, man, that would be nice for them just to kind of plug a, plug a hole. See, I don't think he's going to fall that far. You know, Daniel Jeremiah has TJ Hawkinson going number eight to the Lions. <laughs> All right. Well, he's supposedly going to like really impress the combine too, which people won't expect. So that'll move him up even higher. But uh, I see him going in the back half, you know, back third of the round, if not the middle, you know, if he really flies up, I see him in the middle of the round, but man, like I say, what a fit for the Patriots. So I have a Griffco, question for you. So that we're finished yeah. up here really quick before uh, we get out of here. Is there anybody that, you know, the way it fell, the way we both picked between each other, is there anybody that you, are like surprise slipped out of this first round after our first mock, of course, after our first mock. I mean, I'm assuming we'll do like another one of these or another one or two at some point. Is there anybody, you know, kind of looking back at the list, you're like, wow, that guy didn't go or something like that. Just between me and you. Um, yeah, like you said, you have to wait and see. I mean, just looking over at the list, um, to, to me, there's just a few names that, that jump out. I mean, I brought it up on my senior bowl show. If people want to go back and listen to that. Nasir Adderley is getting a lot of pub. He's a freaky safety prospect out of Delaware. And I've heard, well, first seen round. him ranked. I've seen him ranked highly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sneaking up into the back end of that first round. I think that, you know, he, he could be somebody that by the time we get around to draft day is going middle to, you know, uh, in the twenties. Okay. And then, and then, you know, I'm just curious with the tight ends. Like I feel like an Irv Smith is a big name. He could make his way into this <laughs> round. And then uh Kajus, he's an offensive tackle out of West Virginia. Those are guys like everybody's always looking for O line. So those are three quick names that I see that, could be first round guys okay um as for me it just always seems like i know we took a couple qbs earlier it always seems like people fall in love with qbs and i know there was a a point people were talking about you know daniel jones out of duke that might be a a guy that i'm not looking back at the list i'm surprised neither one of us um drew lock was another one i've heard that could like slip into the late first round um but then um on the defensive side of the ball i guess uh jerry tillery out of notre dame you know big defensive tackle i mean you guys got like well like he's like six 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 seven 
you know, 300 pounds. He's a big run stuffer. So it always seems like the NFL, you know, there's some of those teams that always look for that too. So, I mean, now looking back at what we, you know, what we drafted, I mean, when we do another one, this could change, but I mean, those would be the few names I would just kick out there. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point with the quarterbacks. That surprised me, actually. They weren't really on my radar because they're not very highly ranked in my book. But, I mean, like you say, uh, from Washington to the Dolphins to, um, you know, let's see, like, you know, at least well, that's really it in the first round, to be honest. Like, you look down through the list, there's not many other teams that need quarterbacks unless it's like a Chargers that gets a guy for the next couple years and grooms them. So Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like they usually go, but really the only teams that need them are Giants, Jags, Dolphins, and, and Redskins. So, and you took other players with Redskins and Dolphins. So that's where I would see Jones or uh, Locke. I like Drew Locke better, but those are good names to bring up because yeah, one of those two guys probably will get in the first round. No doubt about it. Well, sounds good, Grifka. First mock draft of the year. I know everybody loves a, a good mock draft. We made our way through it uh, reasonably quickly and had some fun with this. So I, th- I thought it turned out well. And, man, the draft can't get here quick enough, buddy. So sounds good. We'll definitely do this some more as the offseason progresses. Cool. This was a lot of fun. Uh, you got anything else for the people, Grifka? You know my tagline. Nope. <laughs> thank you. So Detroit Kool-Aid, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it was fun to bring this mock draft to you. Um, hit us up on Twitter if you got some comments and also uh, hit that subscribe button on uh, iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. We love uh, hearing all the listeners that are out there. So thanks everybody. We'll be back uh, next week with Ray here with Grifka for the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Everybody take care. Have a great weekend. Hey, that's unbelievable. Congratulations. It's unbelievable. Pack the bag. Start the plane. Drink it in, man.